Hi, my name's Eric. And I'm Jasmine. And you're listening to The, the Clownery. Clownery. <laughs> Hello, welcome to episode two of The Clownery. I love how it's episode two and I already have a new host. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yes. This is Jasmine. Hi. You're listening to Jasmine's very sultry voice. And very sleepy voice very, as well. No, she just woke up from a nap. It's I fine. Know, yeah. yeah. So introduce yourself, Jasmine, to our listeners, our seven listeners. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jasmine. I am a sex positive advocate and mm. I run a platform called Oh Hey Miss King. Yes. And she has her podcast coming out soon. Yeah, if yeah. I manage to edit everything, um, hashtag procrastination. It's fine, you know, sometimes we do it. I mean, as art students. Not you, though. You're very, like, on time with everything. She's lying. She's lying. Yeah, well. I'm not really. You give me inspiration to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, when I, when me and Feb started the, the podcast, we're like, this is like the platform for Jasmine and she needs to be on it. <laughs> and I sent her all the links to, to like, you know, I the know distribution channels. I want her to be official. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You really deserve it. You need your own podcast. I do. I mean, listen to her. Her voice I is so do. sultry. Nice. I Beautiful. am so addicted to my voice as well. I know. I'm addicted <laughs> to your voice. Wow. Love the compliments that's flying around today. <laughs> Alright, before we start the episode, just a little housekeeping. The reason why your L co-host is not here is because she's somewhere, I don't know, lost in the Bermuda Triangle, you know, doing her clownery stuff, you know, right? She's on lockdown therapy, that's what we call it. She's on lockdown therapy. She's with her chakras and um, healing crystals. Self-care. Self-care. That is what it is. Yeah, so she doesn't want to be with us. It's okay, I'm with you, so... Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, with every like boy band, there mm. comes a time when you break up and then come together again after a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you just have to give it like a few years and then, then, then she'll come together and go, like, Okay, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. out of my lockdown self care. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> I have to wait another decade or something for a reunion tour. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're just joking. But Fabriana is doing her own thing, and this week, I'm just happy to have. Lil Miss Kang here with me <laughs> on the podcast. For this week, we're going to talk about sexual awakenings. Awakenings. Awakenings, awakenings, awakenings. <laughs> you know how on BuzzFeed, right? Like, you read about those articles where people are like, oh, I have this weird, like, sexual, like, you know, like, I used to look at Tarzan and be like, oh, my God. You know, you what kind of BuzzFeed articles are you looking? I mean, it's BuzzFeed. Never, Is it BuzzFeed? Probably right? BuzzFeed has a lot of different weird articles, like yeah. what's it, what the color of your chakras or whatever, just by yes. answering questions. I'm like, like you know, like w- real. what your favorite bathroom, like toilet, exactly. tells your, your tile, your, your, <laughs> your personality. You yes. know, is weird. Mm-hmm. So I I ran up on it and I was like, I have very like. A lot of like weird sexual awakenings. I mean, like you always have that one that kind of triggered it mm. because as a child, I mean, like you're naive and stupid all the time, and you you're not aware of like your own how to say it, sexuality. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. a child. You don't know. Yeah, anything. so you don't. Uh, we, you do stuff. It feels good, and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. this feels good, but you don't know. You don't connect that to something sexual. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you're not really aware of this, but, like, there are some things that trigger, like, that sexual drive in you. 
Yeah, I mean, as an old, I guess when you're older, that's when you realize that oh, whatever I was feeling when I was younger is actually yeah. like uh me being sexual, mm-hmm. me being thinking that way. But you didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, <laughs> you know. literally, like my first like sex, I won't say sexual awakening. Actually, I would say like the first time I discovered like that I can actually pleasure myself, mm. like what it means to be <laughs> to masturbate. Like it was so weird. How old were you? I was like. I was around 11, 12. Okay. Like, I was... It, it, it was during, like, the normal period. It's not like some people, like, they're 8 years old, 9 years old. Like, when... You'd be surprised. Like, kids as young as 2 and 3 will start touching themselves because it feels good. Oh. They don't understand. Um, yeah. As adults, we look at them go and freak out and go like, oh my god, you're yeah. such a horny kid. But, yeah, like, yeah. for a child, they're just like, oh, it feels good. Like, I don't know what it is. I touch my pee-pee and my pee-pee yeah. go long. Yeah, and like, do you know that um, you actually get erections even when you were in a womb? Like, when you were in your mommy's belly, oh my God. you do get erections. I did not know that. You do. What so, that's heck? actually scientifically proven as well. Y'all see, this is why we, we have a sex positive, positive advocate here with us, y'all, today to explain to us. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was me, just me and Feb. It, we'll be like... Yeah, like, I had sex when I was here. Oh, my God, really? Like, how <laughs> don't like... We'll be two dumb asses just, like, talking... Oh. Ignorantly oh. talking about sex. Okay, maybe she has more knowledge than me, but <laughs> I'm dumb when it comes to, like, really, like... When it comes... Dives into sexuality and, like, having sex and sex like, positivity in general. Yeah, I guess not... I won't say dumb. I would say, like, maybe you don't know much. And yeah. that's okay. Uninformed and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. But yeah, um, when I think about this topic, it's, it's like I, fl- I get flashbacks to, I don't know, like cartoons. Mm. And I feel like those, because those are the earliest type of like entertainment, like media you were exposed to as a child. And I think yep. that, and it coincided with the fact that you're growing up. It creates this weird paradox. Like it's such an innocent content, but you kind of read the like the sexual innuendos like your brain kind of crafts this kind of like sexual like context out of nothing out yeah. of like very innocent yeah. content. oh probably like it's not even sexual context you just feel like oh my god it, this this cartoon makes me feel a certain way this yeah. character makes me feel a certain mm-hmm. way you don't necessarily understand it but only when you're older and you see a lot more like you expose more i realize so many things are ruined for me can you girl like <laughs> Can you imagine like, like Spice Girls song to become the one? What? Spice Girl, they yeah, have yeah. a song to become one. It's a sex song. Like two people becoming one. Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm <laughs> such a bad gay because I never listened to Spice Girls. I mean like I mean everyone has younger. heard Wannabe. I was younger, you know, yeah. like I was l- listening to Lizzie McGuire, you know, like Disney original soundtracks. Well what was your um what did you what, what was your sexual awakening? Like when did you yeah, what was yours? Oh, let's dive into that, actually. Yeah. So, my first sexual awakening was actually not really a Disney-oriented, like, content. It was actually Power Rangers. Okay. I'm a... Red Ranger? Mm-hmm. Have you watched, like, Mighty Morphin? Yeah. yeah. No, it's... Cr- that Red Ranger, I, I forgot his name. It's, like, Jason something. Mm. And I remember, like... You, you know, like, Power Rangers, there's so many colors, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you know, like, there's so many of them. One actually turned out gay. The the Blue Ranger, I, I remember. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He came I out, like, in 2012, 13. Right. Don't fact check me. 
<laughs> I don't remember much. I I remember I watched uh, Power Rangers, but there are different versions of Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. There's so many. Yeah. I'm talking about the first one. Okay. Like the first ever Power Ranger, and I remember it was on like TV one, TV two, mm. and I was like, my mom kept asking me like, why are you so addicted? Like, is it because of all the fighting? I'm, in my in like. In that child body, like I was eight nine, mm. in my head I was thinking, no, actually I am quite attracted to the actors, mm. you know, yay Pink Ranger, you know, <laughs> girly girls, you know, I love girls. So, but in my head I was just it, it was constant battle. I I I remember not like in retrospect, because when I stared at like when I looked at the Red Ranger, I had sort of fantasies like I wanna be his. Friend, like there's right. no, I I didn't have the vocabulary and the, like you know like to to define what was going on in my head. Mm. I just knew like I really like that guy, and he seems like a like a cool dude that I want to be friends with. So it's nothing sexual. It's just like I find him attractive. Uh, attractive, yeah, He's yeah. Like nice. I want to be cool. I like. I'm yeah. attracted to him. Yeah, basically. I will actually. Does that count as a sexual awakening? Because I I I felt like my bot. I had a bodily reaction. Yeah, so I guess that's, that is sexual awakening. Yeah. Because anything that, um, I mean, I define sexual awakening as anything that like kind of activates a part of your brain. Activate <laughs> sex drive. Yeah, that makes you Let's feel like oh, dun, dun, dun. my body feels good when I look at this thing. Uh, oh, like I want more. I want to look at this thing more. Wow. Is what I feel. My first sexual awakening was actually very very young. I think I was probably around. Four or five years old. Tell us in detail. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was because, um, uh, I accidentally saw porn when I was quite young. Um, I think and we all like those, <laughs> on those like cassette tapes, you know, yeah, like, VCRs. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I think my parents didn't realize that I was behind them or something like oh that. So I just like wait, your mom, wait, your parents were watching porn together. I don't. I can't remember if it's my parents or if it's someone. And mm. I just walked in and I was just like watching a bit and I was like shoot away. Um, or just like Hollywood movies <laughs> and the people kissing and stuff. I'm just thinking about your parents, your mom and dad. It's just like, hey, uh, let's watch some porn. <laughs> but the kids are it, home, I don't think it's porn. I think it's just movies with like sexual elements in oh, it, like kissing okay. and sex and stuff. That would be weird, right? I mean, like to to watch porn out in the open in the living room with you yeah. at home. Also, probably parents think that because your child is young, they won't remember. Oh, your parents are wild, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, I I watch. Um, I watch like films of people kissing and stuff, and and people mm. on the bed. I don't they nece- don't necessarily are having sex. They could just be lying on the bed and yeah. hugging and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I imagine myself doing that. I remember every Saturday I would follow my mom to the office, and then I would be placed in one of the tables, uh, one of the empty tables, and I would go under the table and just chill out under the table and lie down and in my head like making scenarios of like oh my god like i have another person with me and we're like kissing and we're just like hugging and stuff um are you sure you're not just an only child (laughs) (laughs) i'm an only child i i I do that sometimes i hide in like spots and be like you know i wish i have a sibling but i didn't i didn't know that it was sexual i just felt like oh it feels good like oh you know like this hugging as fantasizing Mm. and i was also thinking about it with my bus driver like oh this guy Um, who like looks like the guy in the tv you know i haven't thought about it for the longest time i think in few in recent years was when i was like oh yeah like when i was younger i thought about these things and and like you just wasn't aware at the time and you didn't have the words like to describe what you're feeling no, the only thing i was feeling was like good 
and this is what people on TV and it makes them feel good and look good. I want to copy that. Oh, I think it's also like our culture. If you think about it, like our parents, maybe like we were not as informed as we would like in our culture. Like you have to preserve the innocence and you gotta shield them away from these kind of things. And yeah, I, and I feel like that kind of contributed as well. Well, I mean. To and yeah that but also a lot of times parents just don't know how to talk to kids about it yeah. or they didn't think like it's important to talk to them at a young age yeah they don't know how and a lot of times parents they adults use adult lens to discuss things with children mm-hmm. but then you cannot discuss about sex and sexuality on an adult lens saying that oh you're touching yourself it's bad it's dirty it's horny you cannot do that you have to go down to the child's level and be like oh okay you're touching yourself it, that feels good right okay but we don't do that in public like that's not something normal yeah. you want to do that you do that in private but we don't touch ourselves you see like I never see that kind of thing happening especially I think it's a generational thing I will definitely be that parent who has the talk like really early on yeah. and like like you said, like go to their level and explain to them properly. I don't see our parents or, you know, like doing that. I, I, I don't even think like people in our generation, you know, those who are not, I wouldn't say enlightened, but like yeah. not as ed- not ed- informed. Yeah, I yeah, mean, my yeah. mom says things like that, but like not in the same way that I would say it. Mm-hmm. I guess the way she does um sex education with me and my sister is that you know don't let anyone touch you mm-hmm. or like if you don't be close to a boy or yeah. if anyone touches you inappropriately tell me like cannot nobody can touch you only mommy can like, touch you to bathe you or the doctor yeah. and that's a form of sex education as well yeah. like you know just to protect yourself in in terms of like why are you touching i mean i can't remember me being told like that as a child maybe yeah. I don't have that memory or maybe she did but I just don't remember I think in general like just touching people without consent is a bad thing yeah. everybody <laughs> if there's any takeaway from this podcast which is literally called the clownery and about people clowning around is that you know don't touch people without consent <laughs> <laughs> If you have consent, you can touch them anytime, anywhere, any any part. Any part that they they demand. And and I think that we, like, that is a topic that is always, like, skirted around. Like, you know, when when people talk about sex, it's just like, oh, don't talk about that. You know, like, people, you know, like, we should encourage people to, to, to have, to be more open about, like, you know, what they will what they perceive as taboo and stuff like that. Like, if you like to be touched somewhere, just tell your partner. If you have sort of fetishes or whatever, you should be able to be open about it. Yeah. I think the thing with our society is that it's it's, it's very... Um, it's about not having sex at all, that sex is dirty, that sex is wrong, mm. which is why then we grow up as people who are afraid to tell what we want and what we like because we were always told that it's wrong, it's bad, you don't say about it. So, I mean, like what you said, it's so important to to talk about what you like, what you don't like, talk about boundaries and stuff and really unlearn everything that you've been taught as a child and and really relearn it. I mean, that's that this is the whole sex positive movement is to be not afraid to ask for what you want and demand and tell people off if they make you uncomfortable and that was sex 101 
by Jasmine King. <laughs> There'll be 15 bucks per session. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you can be oh my manager. God. Wow, this is getting real deep. All right. Okay. <laughs> let's just chill for a bit. And let's pivot, segue into the next question, which is like, what is your first time? Like, what drove you to masturbation? Like, the first time you, f- you, you felt like, oh, wow, like, this feels good mm-hmm. and huh what is this you know this <laughs> weird feeling i told this story before on my channel uh, on my instagram it's a bit plug plug plug, plug. In, it's not it's not like it's, it's a bit uh disgusting but not really okay so so um i for a lot of girls um when we were growing up i can't speak for anybody but like when i was growing up i didn't know how to properly clean myself how to properly clean my vulva. Yeah. So a lot of the times it becomes really itchy, especially when you have period, it mm. becomes itchy easier. Oh. Um, so I found out that if I scratch my vulva, it bleeds because it's very sensitive. It's oh very thin God. skin. Yeah. So instead of scratching, I use, you know, like we all have faucet at home. So yeah. I use the faucet and spray it directly <laughs> onto the vulva. <laughs> it actually feels better because instead of scratching it, you're having high power pressure water on it. Mm. And then so I think when I was doing that, I was like, oh, it... it probably went around my vulva the water and then hit my clitoris i'm like oh that feels good oh. so i do it again and again and then suddenly i probably had a massive orgasm from it i'm oh like holy God. shit i can imagine your mom just checking the water bill like what is going on right so i do it late at night when nobody's awake mm-hmm. if the water bill is expensive then you know oh well that's why you know what that's yeah. why my computer always breaks down because i go to all the websites all the porn oh websites back in the day and then my mom's like why do i f- have to fix a computer every <laughs> single month and i'm like oh. and then sometimes you don't close like those pop-up ads the yeah. windows like sex uh, uh sex woman near you uh, two, no. two kilometer away wow uh, no. <laughs> come have sex with me now oh i know that like i th- i think i discovered porn quite late mm. i mean like when did you discover porn? Quite early, probably when I first got my computer, like oh. the family, probably around 10. Wow, that's so early. What the heck? Yeah. I only discovered porn when I was like, like hardcore porn when I was like 14 or 15. Mm. Like before that, I mean, like, um, I'm a bit of a late bloomer, I feel. Like mm. before that, before porn, I would look at pictures, you know, those old school, like, you know, like, play, you know, when people people masturbated to Playboy, you know, magazines and stuff. I feel so old compared to you. You're so savvy. Like, a 10-year-old just like, ooh, I see men and women do things. Yeah, but also, like, girls are mature faster as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, 10 or 11, that's when I got my period. And that's when everything is just like, I'm curious. Oh, this feels good. I want to have sex. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When did you discover masturbation? Um... Oh, okay. So 16, okay. 14. This story is so weird. Like, I, when I, whenever I tell it to people, they're like, what the fuck? So, imagine the Japanese bullet train, the Shinkansen. Mm. I can never see the same, the same anymore. Way. Okay, so, I was, um, what, I was in my room, and I was watching, I mean, a few weeks before, like, I was just fondling with my dick, which is, like, not, I mean, I mean you, as boys, you, you do that, but, like, I realized recently I have been feeling some type of way when I was touching it. <laughs> mm. So over the weeks, like, I didn't think about it until, like, I was watching this train documentary and it was, it was fascinating, but I was getting bored. So I was just, like, fondling myself and it got really hard and it, 
you when you when you like when you're going through masturbation at, like at during puberty i feel like you come faster <laughs> i don't know you, you, you tend to get you you get aroused yeah. very fast yeah yeah because you're still young and not an old man yeah <laughs> so i was watching and the if you can imagine like the narrator is like the shinkansen bullet train is the world's fastest fastest railroad track in the world it travels at 250 and you just hear this kid go oh. <laughs> wait so you weren't watching any porn you were watching the bullet i was train. literally watching a documentary about <laughs> trains and fondling myself mm. and then like it just got really like, like it got better and better and better and i felt numb, like my body went numb, numb mm. all over my legs seized up and stuff came out of me mm-hmm. it's still weird to talk that's, about that's it that's usually like, what happens when you have an orgasm stuff will oh come out God, so, yes the sky <laughs> is blue the ocean you know is also blue oh my god there's a bug on the screen go away <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird like I, until today i'm just like i you don't understand why i, it I really don't I, I don't know why I think it's just because it felt good to yeah. me. It, it it didn't I didn't have to have a visual like trigger. Mm. I mean as long as you have um a hard on it's probably pretty much I panicked so much. <laughs> yeah. Do you like when it came out ran to the toilet and I was like I was worried because like white stuff everywhere and mm. then like I was like why why does my leg feel numb? Am <laughs> I am I am I like you know do I have cancer? Mm. <laughs> I was literally panicked. That's, it really shows how, like, bad, like, in terms of, like, sex talk is in Asian culture, I feel like. These things are never covered, and when you, when you're an only child and you don't have an older brother, you know, to discover things first and kind of let you know in their own sibling way, you have to find out things yourself. And when yeah. you, you find out things yourself, you think you have cancer because your legs are going numb, you're... You're, you feel good. Yeah. It's, it's so confusing. It's like, oh my God, what's this coming out of me? And I thought, at first I thought it was muscle fluid. <laughs> because I correlated like the seas, like, like my muscle being so tense. And like, you know, there's there's liquid in between muscle fibers. Maybe I just squeezed them oh, out. You were very scientific. I was so scientific. Younger. Honestly, I was so <laughs> into biology. Like, you know, I wanted to be a biologist before I became... A stupid communication student. <laughs> okay, which is, by the way, that's how me and Jasmine met. Yeah. If we, we didn't, you know, sit we went to uni intro. together. We went to uni together. Mm-hmm. No, we were the best of friends. And we were in theater together. Theater, darling. Theater. A musical, to be specific. We were <laughs> we, uh, Remember the yeah, the musical was it Call Me by No. Reach for you. Yeah. I was like, call me by your name, Timothy Chamelay. My mom just took a picture of my Reach for You poster at home because I put like the huge ass. Yeah, like the huge ass post- poster is in my house. Yeah, yeah. I, oh my god, I remember now. My grandma has mine. <laughs> she hung it on. She she's like displaying it in the living room. I gave my grandma, and she just it just collects us. And I'm like, in the end, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna take this. My grandma my is better than your grandma because yeah, she know. loves me so much. She's probably like, I see your face all the time when I need this. <laughs> <laughs> I think my aunts and uncles like they get pissed whenever they come over because it's just like, oh, favorite this, this, th- Yeah, this guy again. <laughs> I mean, I was the first to come in. Of course, they love me. Same first yeah. grandchild. First grandchild. High five. <laughs> For you listening, where yeah, that was a that high was five. A high five. So, yeah, but yeah, that that was my first 
masturbation orgasm it, like i love how i'm pouring this out on podcast. it's fascinating because um you didn't watch any porn i didn't watch you any porn i was watching a bullet train pass by and there's like mount fuji in the background i was like oh my god that's so hot which is great you know like when i was younger as well before i discovered masturbation i watched porn and i didn't understand why people like watching porn yeah. until i started touching myself while i watch porn and i think and then, and then I think that's when I first come actually not from the water it's actually from, from touching myself while watching oh, wow. something and then I had a, an orgasm <laughs> so it's like oh there you go how do you I like, like how do you feel like did you seize up and stuff like yeah shaking? I, yeah you like your whole body just like cramps up like God, and then it's just like insane and then I was like alone in the kitchen because my <laughs> in the kitchen yeah in the, in the dining area because that's where my computer is at our family computers there so i had to watch it late at night to make sure everyone is asleep you are a very brave child very brave any like i can hear because our, my house is pretty like small so like i can hear anyone coming out yeah. of their rooms then i'd be like oh shit okay, okay, okay. That's so <laughs> uh, minimize screen <laughs> you know like, like it's a fetish you know like to be caught like like what was it called again like there's that category of like porn where like people get so aroused by the thought of oh someone's gonna catch me yeah. i'm gonna masturbate in this public space touch. yeah um exhibitionism oh i think well i don't know probably i had a guy that that chatted me up on grinder and he told me about exhibitionism is basically i don't think it's exhibitionism cuckold i think so exhibitionism is when it's like you love to be like naked in public but like exhibitionism is actually like it's it's not as you know that that sounds really bad but actually like because there's public indecency mm. but exhibitionism is more like as selected places like be like you know those nude beaches and stuff mm. they they love being naked they love being like you know they f- they like to feel like you know you know cavemen they don't yeah. wear it, I, mean. I mean that's one of it exhibitionism can also be like having sex in the window and mm. then just like having people to watch you um, I want to do that. Look, admire me. Yeah, <laughs> cuckolding is more like um, a person who enjoys cuckolding will be like someone who watches, mm-hmm. who watches other people having sex in the same room, and you just watch. Oh wow. So that's cuckold. There's also like cuckold is usually for men, and then cuck queen is for women. Women who likes to watch. Oh, it's like oh, <gasps> so that's why it's called that. So I was like, I'm I'm watching this Netflix series, mm. not Netflix series. It's on YouTube, but it's by Netflix. It's a bunch of drag queens, Trixie and Katya. Have you heard of her mm-hmm. of them? Yeah, they 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 call they call their show Queens Who Like to Watch, mm. and it all makes sense now. Mm. Oh wow, I didn't realize. Uh, I didn't and then people who are having sex while other people watch them is the exhibitionism. That's the oh yeah okay. Jesse, this is why I have you on. Thank you so much for educating me. I feel so educated. Do you think you be you? Do you think you enjoy exhibitionism, like having people who watch you, or do you like? Okay, <laughs> to be okay, to be honest, like I like watching more than I, 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 I say I like I say a big game, like I, I, I love to proclaim like I'll do that too. Love me, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm just like well, I'm very. You know, I'm very timid. <laughs> I'm very shy. Mm. I like to. Wa- I mean, I like to watch. I'll love to have people who are open-minded enough to be like, okay, I'll have sex, and you're okay to watch that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's such a small community here in KL, especially the gay scene. You'll be surprised. Oh well, yeah, mm. probably the gay scene, but there are actually a lot of um, 
uh, and also a, I'm not brave enough sorry there's a website that like have people they, they would it's like a it's a website where you can actually say like oh I'm having a house party and I'm looking for like five men to come and like whatever you share with me what's that Tinder plus <laughs> no Tinder it's friends. like it's Tinder. called Fat Life I think oh. I told you this before oh, F-A-T yeah, yeah. Life oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but it's it's like you need to use like um, VPN to access because it's blocked apparently but of course it is a Malaysian website though oh yeah I think maybe that's why like the community eh, no not Fat Life yeah Fat Life not Fat Life actually sorry there's another website Fat Life is international oh do you realize that for such a conservative country we have like we we have like the big we manufacture like condom yeah we're the biggest supplier so like the biggest company um that manufactures condoms in the whole world is actually a company in malaysia it's called carex mm-hmm. and they manufacture one third of all the condom brands in the world so they have brands from brazil from the u.s from like india from china wherever one third so imagine if they were like a thousand brands all around the world so one third of that would be i don't know like you do your math but that's a lot that's like majority i failed maths but that is so surprising <laughs> can you imagine like malaysia being the conservative country conservative and air quotes country manufacturing like, yeah but hey products. it helps the economy so oh, yeah. with our rubber industry mm-hmm. we have pretty big rubber industry that's our main I just realized the correlation and it's shocking to me. Mm. Holy crap. Yeah. I can sense the shock in your <laughs> voice. Oh, wow. Tell me more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just joking. All right. Let's move on to our last question of the podcast. This podcast, which has been so enlightening, so educational. It was supposed to be the clownery. It became mm. the education. Nary. It's basically the educationary. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we should be that. I should start the like educationary. A, the educationary. Yeah, I should start like a LLC, like a personal company, the clownery LLC. But under LLC, <laughs> there's like different umbrellas. Like mm. you know how different vloggers they have their own different YouTube channels. I should mm-hmm. have that, and I should call it the educationary. <laughs> but then there would be that. That would put the podcast in competition with your podcast that's okay oh, hey, the Ms. more King. the merrier yeah i mean like you know we have to educate the world the world on you know sex ah, stuff heal the world <laughs> heal the world with sex 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 do y'all remember ice ice baby mm-hmm. was what who, who was the singer again t no wait i forgot is is the guy with the frosted tips, the hair, the early two thousand? Oh man, I cannot remember. Mm. Like I forget. I wanted to say T Pain, but it's definitely it's not T Pain. T Pain is the auto tune king. Yeah, T Pain is the auto tune king. Let's just move on. I'm being stupid. I'll listen to it on podcast. Like, uh, podcast on Spotify later. Yeah. Which we are on, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last question for the podcast. Give us a list of like you know like non-sexual content like cartoons or like i don't know weird things that wasn't supposed to be wasn't meant to be sexual in the first place and you you kind of made it sexual we made it sexual cartoons um i don't really i was never like in i was never like attracted to like cartoons specifically but i did had a dream about like um like this guy who's like half reptile and half human and like he went into like the water or whatever and I followed and I was like he was so hot 
And it was based on a cartoon character, but I don't remember the cartoon. Someone's into reptilians. I know, right? Like cold-blooded shit. Well, by the way, reptilians run the world. They are everywhere. <laughs> They're our overlords. The queen is a reptile. How about you? What was your list? I don't have a list, clearly. <laughs> Thank you for diverting me away from this, this conspiracy theory. <laughs> it's, it's as if with, with every podcast episode, we have to do a bit of like conspiracy theory as well. I don't know. Is this a trend? We should call it the conspira- conspiracy theory. We have the educationary, the, the clownery, yeah, conspiracy. Yeah. See, we're branching out into subsidiaries. That's we're creating... P- we're entrepreneuring. Yeah, entrepreneuring. To have more content, more. Uh, yeah, rule the world. With our podcast company. You know, podcast, ramble, all those big <laughs> companies. Watch out. We're coming for you. The Clownery LLC, bitches. <laughs> well, my first, I would say, the first one would be Ultraman. Okay. Not Ultraman in like the human form. But Ultraman in like beast form, like when he's enlarged, you know. <laughs> no pun intended. Think about <laughs> it. Just think about it when he enlarges himself. Like you know what else is enlarged? Yeah, what like when he en- enlarges, you yeah, enlarge. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get that in the beginning because I was like pun intended. <laughs> I was that. like, huh? I'm I'm very slow. If anyone has, everyone has not caught up yet. I have not caught up to, to whatever. It's his nap time, guys. It's, it's, it's like nap time. he it's, needs to nap. It's three o'clock. It's too. It's too late. It's three o'clock on the Sunday. It's nap time. I'm an old man. He is in, in a young body. But yeah, it was Ultraman. It was so weird, and I still. I mean, until today, I would say I was still. I still find like the iterate. I don't know. I think it's just the physique, maybe. I don't know. Like mm. the fact that he has power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's big. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> he is a re- okay. Okay, I'm getting carried away. But but yeah, Ultraman was the first thing, and oh, I watched every single series. And um, what was the other weird one? Oh, remember Fairly Odd Parents? Yeah. Oh, Jorgen von Strangel, the big boy. I need to look at a picture. Oh my god! Okay, let me show you. Okay, so for you listening. I am taking I my thought, phone. I thought it's like one of the fairy godparents. I'm like, no, what? no, 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 no. Tim? <laughs> but Tim, remember remember that one episode when Timmy wished that he was older and he became this Probably. supermodel and everyone was chasing after him? Oh, his, his name was Da, <laughs> the Scandinavian supermodel. <laughs> I remember that episode so clearly because like Timmy was buff and he was like, oh my God, okay. Everyone's like listening is like turning off. Oh, probably like my thing was probably Johnny Bravo. <gasps> Johnny Bravo. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, that was know, my thing. Okay, but I like I wasn't excited. like sexually attracted to him, but like he was just an f- interesting character. His attitude, like his confidant, like stupid confidence. Good. Like like people would hate him but still he was the most random. Okay. He can be okay, we're looking at, you know, a picture of Jorgen von Strangel. I mean you guys can Google it. You know, you know, like, it was on Fairly Odd Parents. They and it's literally like drew guy. a crotch area for this dude. Like, how can you not? It's Fairly Odd Parents. Okay, I think I ruined the show for everyone. <laughs> Everyone's like tuning off like, what is this weirdo talking about? But yeah, Johnny Bravo. I think it's on the same level as mm-hmm. Jorgen, I feel. Like, especially those scenes when he was at the beach and he took off his clothes. I'm like, wow, look at that um triangle, bu- upside down triangle it's, well, body. Well, it's a cartoon, but it works, honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were so early on the trend. You know how we, we like to mock guys with small chicken feet mm. and like 
buff upper body. They never were. They they always skip leg day. Mm-hmm. Johnny Bravo was there before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Was cool, dude. Such a cool character. And I mean, his style. Black shirt with blue jeans. The same style over Can and never, over again. Yeah, wow. Style icon. Love it. <laughs> yeah. The muscular characters, they always get to me for some reason. I can't help it, okay? I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> he is. But what else though? What else cartoons? Uh, what? King Jong-un. It's not a cartoon. I had a dream about him and he was a really nice person in my dream. And after that, I woke up. I'm like, whoa, he's a nice person. I think I like him now. But it wasn't when I was a child. It was when we were in uni. Yes. <laughs> you can judge by the silence that on my mouth is just hanging. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. So funny. Oh, and also like... Yeah, um, she beat me out of the, the water, guys. And, the f- and Family Guy, the dad. I had a dream about the dad from Family Guy and... Uh, we were in the changing room and I don't even know why but like I think we probably did shit oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but these were all I guess an adult and I thought that I was weird oh my god well, Oh, you, but you got a thing for the thick boys I don't know yeah, just like whatever yeah. that comes to my dream I think that was the last thing I saw before I slept and then it just mm-hmm. went into my dream and I'm like huh this is a very weird dream this podcast will probably be hacked by North Korea at this point because we're talking about the supreme leader. They probably have other things to worry about. Hi, North Korean agents. Please don't kill me. Do you even say that? It's different. The language in two sides. We we love Kim Jong-un. Yay. Oh, wait, no, no, we don't. We don't. We don't endorse, like, dictatorship and famine and oppression. We don't do that. Freedom to all, right? Yay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're definitely going to be hacked by North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> this has been such enlightening, educational, very, very weird. We laid it all out. <laughs> we did. Yeah. I think people, my friends probably, who have who are listening to us right now, will be so disgusted in me, not you. And, um, That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a disgusting, disgusting, I'm a dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's time to end the podcast before I chase off more of my peers. Okay, bye. Okay, I don't want to be friends. No, <laughs> come back. Bye-bye. No, you're my only friend. Uh, that's true. Yeah, no, except for Fabriana, who's going to probably... Under lockdown, quarantine, yeah. self-care. Yeah, and when she emerges from the alter dimension that she traveled to, I don't know. Like, sh- she believes in that shit. Does she believe in that shit? I don't know. I just made it Conspiracy, up. that's the next episode. Yeah. Okay, question is, does Fabriana even exist? I don't know. Maybe it's just my imagination. Maybe I can change voices. Maybe I can... I, I Guys, it is up. true. Fabriana doesn't exist, and he is definitely the same person. Yeah. And for I, two voices. I'm, I'm, in, I'm actually in a facility right now, and you're not my friend. You're actually my nurse. Yes. And... You know, you're entertaining me, and we're not really recording a podcast. You're no, just indulging not, me in my fantasies. We do not have a camera. Uh, we do not have a web, uh, laptop in front of us no. and microphones. This no, is no, just we don't have that. We're actually in the psychiatric ward. Are you guys ward. actually listening to this podcast too? Do we actually exist? But if if I'm crazy, it means that I'm imagining you, and this is not all real. Th- and you're questioning whether this is real, and we're not real. And are we real? We'll find out in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not a cra- actually a crazy person in a psychiatric ward. so. Mm. 
And that's it for this week's conspiracy podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, I think we better wrap things up. It's been so great to have you on the show, Jasmine. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> going back to my salty so voice formal, yeah, yeah. that I started in. Oh, so sexy. You're gonna, you know, like, you know, attract all the boys that listen to your talk, all the girls. You know, yeah. We don't judge. To my milkshake brings all the boys all to the, the boys, yard. Yeah. So if you want to check out Jasmine and all her social media channels, where can they find you? You can go to Oh Hey Miss King. So mm-hmm. O H H E Y M I S S K N G. Oh Hey Miss King. Oh Hey Miss King. And that's the tea. Oh, by the way, guys, we have changed the upload schedule to every Monday instead of every Thursday because I realized logistically editing is very hard. So <laughs> I need time to do that. And yeah, you have been listening to The, the Clownery. Clownery. Yay!